0: Hello, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. It was lovely to talk to you after all this time. It's been a while since we last spoke. How long has it been now? About.
1: It's been about three or four months, at least.
0: Okay. And we started. When did we start working together?
1: March of last year.
0: Okay. Okay. And and how have you? How would you that you've been um, in these three to four months since working together?
1: So the the biggest thing I can say is that I have so much more peace about me and so much more clarity. Of course. And honestly, it's, it's putting things where they belong in your mind instead mm-hmm. of it being all jumbled up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and the reason I wanted to talk to you today, and of course we're going to keep this anonymous like we agreed, but I just love your perspectives on things. I love, you know, how you think, how you have put things together. So I'd really like to talk to you. And I'm sure people that will listen to this will also really feel, will resonate and will also feel, you know, helped by this. So starting a little bit with where you were before we started working together. So mentally, emotionally what place were you in before March or in March before we started working together?
1: Sure so uh, just a brief uh, background of my wife and I and our relationship we've been married for had been married for 15 years and honestly I, I kept feeling like some resentment building up between us and every time it would come up I would just try to push it back down and I was really, really good at hiding the ugly feelings that were on the inside of me. And the last thing I wanted to do was stir up trouble between my wife and I. But last February, Mm -hmm. um, people were bringing up all kinds of sexual escapade stories at work, and it brought this to a head. And I knew that that basically I had something unresolved, and it was a huge Mm -hmm. wedge between my wife and I, which was... A really, really awful feeling on the inside. So I knew I needed to find some help. And I basically reached out by searching out on YouTube and finding your page and so on. I was just feeling really, really awful on the inside.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: didn't want to take it out on someone.
0: Yeah, of course. And that's really mindful of you. Did you experience intrusive thoughts and mental movies with what you were going through?
1: Absolutely. It was a, it was a very, awful feeling not to have control over your thoughts is how I felt at the time. The feeling overwhelmed by something that was so bothersome thinking Mm. of someone else with your mate.
0: Of course. And before working together, how long would you say that you struggled with that? Would you say it got triggered recently before working together or did you have it for a while? And if so, what would you say that you tried to do in order for it to go away and to fix it? Sure.
1: Sure. So of course we had the, we had the discussion early on in our dating days. We were dating for about a year and a half before we married. And I looked at it like, this is ugly. This is something I don't like to look at. So I'm just going to repress it and push it down. So that happened 15 years ago. And then once again, about five years ago, I remember feeling so angry with my wife and I just couldn't tell her. I just, Because I knew that it wasn't entirely her. It was a combination of a history plus how I felt about it. And I thought, you know, I I can't do this to someone else that I love. So I pushed it down again. And then last year it came up and I said, I have to deal with these ugly feelings, this resentment, this anger I have because it's really ruining the wonderful relationship that we have
0: yeah of course okay so you tried mainly would you say just suppressing it and trying not to think about it is that mainly what you would go to in order for it to you know I guess for you to try and make it go away
1: absolutely it was just don't even look at it it's so painful just push it aside push it down don't even look at it and move along
0: yeah yeah It, it that's the thing and it We've had because I work with my partner now, Sean, and we work with people that do this. Hello? Can you hear me? I can now. Okay, awesome. Um, yeah. So my husband and I we work together now on R.J. specifically and O C D and we witness this quite often where people try to suppress it, of course, because it's an awful feeling and an awful thing to go through. And one man, man specifically. I think he had it for 30 years. And when he retired, that's when, you know, it really, it got worse. So it's, you can suppress it and suppress it, but I think there comes a time where you have to sort of deal with it. Do you know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. And so what brought it also to a head for me is I, as the, as the therapy pointed to the root cause was childhood neglect and emotional abuse. And when this happened last March, when it came to a head, I had actually moved back to my childhood home and farm yes. where I grew up. So it triggered so many emotions at one time.
0: Yeah. It was
1: a, a in reality, it was a blessing in disguise because it was time to deal with it. And thank God I did before I did any damage to my marriage
0: yeah of course, and before working together, what would you say your thoughts on sort of hypnotherapy was? Had you done it before? Had you heard anything about it? Can you hear me? I can know. Okay, so did you hear my question?
1: I did How, what were my feelings on hypnotherapy? Um I would yeah. say I would say that I thought it was it was very untested, very scientific, very. Um very much something that sounds so out there that it wouldn't be applicable to my life, but I was able to just trust the process mm-hmm. and allow whatever whatever was necessary to go in deep to be mm-hmm. able to get to the root cause when you're when you're in enough pain, you will allow the goodness to come in whichever form it comes to mm-hmm. be able to help you
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a really, really beautiful way of of putting it. And how would you describe, I guess, where you are or actually the, just the entire experience with hypnotherapy and the coaching as well after, of course, not knowing much about it. And then you you went into it. You did trust the process, which I think is massive, in, in, you know, in someone's healing journey. How would you describe that process for you, how it worked for you, what you came to maybe realize from it?
1: so i the the process for me is all about surrender yeah. to to be able to um, allow someone who you've built some trust with to go in deep to your past I mean that's a very very guarded part of who you are yeah and then to to let someone go in that deep is actually a relief mm-hmm. <laughs> because you are honestly in so much pain that you just need someone to go in and diagnose the problem and to go in. And as these meetings transpired, first it was trying to ask questions to narrow down where the work or healing needed to happen. Yeah. And then to release yourself to allowing someone to go into your past. And specifically for me, into my childhood where abuse happened, mm-hmm. it, was, it was relieving, it was enlightening, it was a gift from above. And it's wonderful to actually pinpoint the problem because then that's when the healing can begin.
0: Yeah, of course. And how would you say that you feel now after, I know we've done a lot of work together, but it's, you know, truth be told, you've also done a lot of work on yourself. You've really taken control. You've taken responsibility, everything. So where are you how do you feel now after everything
1: so after you have helped me find the root cause i feel i feel so much healthier Mm -hmm. i feel like this this retroactive jealousy to me is an indicator of what needed to be healed so in a visual picture of what's going on is it's like a road sign that's pointing towards the real problem Mm -hmm. and there is there is a real blessing in finding the real problem so first of all there's a relief because it lets you know that you're not crazy (laughs) you you can work on something that needs to be worked on whether it be in my case childhood trauma but i also had a mixture of many of the same issues that everyone with rg suffers from perfectionism uh, low self-esteem all of these things all of these insecurities or trauma responses are in each person but to different degrees and to know where this was the fault of my childhood abuse this was this was self-esteem issues this was perfectionism so on to put everything in its correct category is is a relief and it is a it is so peaceful knowing where things belong
0: yeah, yeah, of course. And with, do you experience any RJ now or what does it look like for you?
1: For me, RJ is is a thought that comes along that has no power. Mm,
0: that's amazing, honestly.
1: So amazing. do I, thank you, to to see something that comes to the forefront in my mind, I can look at it with eyes of maturity Mm. and eyes of love and say that has no power over my life that is part of my partner's history but it has no real power it has the ability to it has the ability to be a slight irritant but you'll know what to do with it
0: Mm. yeah yeah of course and that's you know what I say to people as well is no one's gonna enjoy thinking about their partner with somebody else that's not where you want to be of course it's not a nice pleasant thought but it's the power that you that you talk about that you want to take away and once you look at the root cause and you dive deeper and you work on that it's almost like automatically the power of the RJ fades away do you know what I mean it's when you work on the actual stuff that needs to be worked on that the RJ then sort of gets weaker and weaker
1: absolutely and part of for me RJ is a dissolving process it's not instantaneous so it's consistent hard work at what matters mm-hmm. so yeah. to me you whatever you focus on grows okay. so I choose to focus on my wife and how much I love her and I mean I love her to a depth that I didn't think I would love any other human being uh-huh. and I look at her for her qualities her beautiful smile I look at her for her intelligence I look at her for the person she has become before my eyes yeah. and the thing is you focus on the on the on the positive I have I have parts of my history that are ugly. She has parts of her history that are ugly. And we acknowledge that, but we don't give it power.
0: Exactly, exactly. And what would you say, where you are in in the place that you are right now, what are you most looking forward to in your relationship and just in your life generally?
1: Well, I for my wife and I, I have no trouble saying this, our love life is the best it's ever been mm. and there's a connection and an intimacy that belongs to no one else other than she and i and it's the depth of that love and intimacy goes far beyond sex even though sex is involved that it's a it's a connection that you will not achieve unless you remove the wedge that is between you that is rj
0: yeah Absolutely, and do you see now? I think it's even more clear once you've been through it and you've healed how your partner really is your mirror, where they really yeah. kind of like show you what you need to heal in order to get even closer.
1: Oh, I mean, absolutely, and they they do it in a way that is is so caring. They you know they they show you who you are, and basically they help bring out the very best in you and they they show you where you need to grow and what's wonderful and what they love about you and you believe it about yourself and you believe it about your relationship and then it grows even more.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And what would you say, what advice would you give to people out there that are still battling and still struggling with it? What would you say to them?
1: I would say that what you have with your mate is something that cannot be found easily if ever. And to understand that you are a unique bundle of goodness and qualities and and your partner is as well. And you fit together like a right and left hand. They work together that well. Mm-hmm. Don't give up on that. It, it's so wonderful. And Every relationship takes lots and lots of work. It takes lots and lots of loving grace and kindness. It's allowing the other person to grow. It's allowing the other person to make mistakes, knowing that at the end of the day, you are absolutely on the same team and that you are building a house together, which is your life. And don't tear it down with words or with anger or with resentment. That is something so precious that You cannot replace it. So work hard, work hard when you know that that person is the one, work hard and allow that to flourish. You will never, ever regret it. Mm
0: -hmm. That's beautiful. Well, Okay, thank you so much for taking the time for doing this. And like I said, I love your perspectives. I love, you know, I, I really admire the way that you think. And I think you've come so far, you've put in the work and you deserve everything and more honestly it's been such a pleasure working with you
1: thank you you as well your professionalism and your your gentle approach and being kind to people it doesn't go unnoticed so thank you very much for everything that you do
0: thank you so much well it was great talking to you and yes thanks again so much you bet all right take care bye bye